This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Yay. Hi. Hi. Uh, this episode is called Secrets of Lake Seminole. Yes, it is. Sem- I have such a problem saying that. Sem- Seminole. Seminole. No, I Seminole. No. Seminole. Okay. There it is. There it is. Definitely not. That's there it. it. Is. There Seminole. It okay. But I there think- was a, a skit on Saturday Live where Kristen Wiig would always go, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'd be like, don't you just love that Beyonce? And I always thought that was so funny. Well, there you I don't go. Know why. Now you're just like her. Uh, I'm just copying her. It's okay. I'm sure Are a lot all? of people are going to think that's really clever. I really highly doubt it. They've already turned off. No one who's still listening. Goodbye. Cindy Boxer. Zero stars. Cindy, Cindy and Aaliyah are still listening. Thank you, guys. Maybe Lynn. It. We lost Lynn. We lost Charles. We did. Just, oh, great. They, oh, my gosh. They turned it off. Apologies. Sean G never even turned this on. Apologies all around, you guys. <laughs> Let's get to the meat of the matter, because this is a Secrets episode, which is our bread and butter, and Secrets. it takes place in Florida. Florida. And there are affairs. Affairs. There we go. All of which I learned from the preview, which is mildly misleading. Yes. Misleading. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it's misleading. I think it's just um, they took the very juiciest parts of this episode and put them in a trailer, which is what you're supposed to do. When in reality, that stuff takes up like 1% of the episode. But you have to admit that when you watched the preview, you thought like I did, this is going to be a gossip-filled romp in the Florida swamp. There you go. This was like Secrets in Silver Lakes part duh, but, and it really was, but yet I probably found Secrets in Silver Lakes more entertaining and less sad. (laughs) And less sad. No, and we're not, I'm sorry, I'm not downing this episode before we start. I'm just saying the preview made it seem like. This episode had one thing that Secrets in Silver Lakes didn't have, which is Crocs. It did have Crocs. Or and gators. Not, and not the Crocs that you wear in a kitchen. The, not the Mario Batali Crocs. could have had those too, because I could see a couple of these people wearing those. Really? Yeah, I could see. Oh, and don't they kind of wear croc-like things in prison? I thought they wore little, like, kids. No. On 60 Days In, they wear plastic slippery things. Like Adidas slide-ons. No, no, no. Yeah. Not on 60 Days In. They wear these things that look like knockoff crocs. Prison With crocs. their socks. Prison prison crocs. It's a whole company. That's what they're called. Lock them up crocs. Lock, lock up crocs. Crocs uh, with a can. Mm-hmm, something like that. Clinker Crocs. Conman Crocs. Okay. Yeah. What about just criminal Crocs? Criminal Crocs. There we go. We're done. Okay. okay. We did it. Crime Crocs. Okay. <laughs> Crime Crocs. <laughs> we will be selling them next to our booth at CrimeCon. Will crime be crocs. a Crime co- Crocs booth. They will be approximately $113. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to have a high starting cost because we still have our all of the starting costs of the company. I'm actually not sure how much Crocs. The price. Do Crocs co- cost? Uh, do Crocs? 
cost, like Uggs cost? Are they Ugg price? I don't know how what the price is. On I a have croc. zero idea. We should have looked that up before we started. Is Oliver still awake? No, he's he's down. Oh, he's okay. Uh, I could ask you know who, but people will. What if I just whisper her name? What if I do just go Alexa? How much do Crocs cost? Top search result for Crocs is Crocs Women's Classic Meal Tropical Deal. It's $26.99 on Amazon. Remember, you can check your Alexa app for product details and seller information. So like 30 bucks. That's a lot less than I thought they were. If that's what she was talking about, I don't really know. And, no, but she did was. That, but did, did that set off people's you-know-whats in their I, houses? Please I don't. let us know. Can I whisper her name and then ask her the question? Because I do have one other question we're going to need to ask her in a little bit, but let's jump into the episode before I do that. Okay. Secrets yep. of Lake Seminale, season 27, episode 21. I know she's rolling her eyes. She really hates that joke. I'm not rolling my eyes. February. I didn't even do that. I covered my eyes. <laughs> you couldn't even see that you're in so pain. It's a you pain. went blind from the pain. It was like an instant white, white out headache. Like white, <laughs> yeah, white flames, hot pain. Flames on the flames side, of, on my the side face. of my face. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flame, flames. Flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths. Breathing, heaving breaths. Okay. <laughs> this aired on February 22nd, 2019, hosted by new man in town. You've heard him. You know him. You love him. But you don't know this iteration of him. It's new man, new Dennis. New year, new Dennis. New year, new, new you, Dennis. new Dennis. Everything is new. And it's Dennis. He's a Murphy in the back seat, Dennis in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You never know what's going to come out of his mouthpiece. <gasps> I don't know. I got nothing. I'm not very good at this at all. Oh, if I had a Baron balloon to give you, you'd have you it. You would? Yeah. Remember that? That was good. I like oh, that. Wow. You never know what's going to come out of his mouthpiece. This is your expectations are we're very low for my rapping then. Yeah, but you met them and exceeded them. Yes. So good job. Yes. Who cares how low the bar is? All right, let's get cracking. So this episode this. takes place in Florida, in the deep south. Mm -hmm. Hunting country. And Katie has already informed me that I can't say anything bad about hunters because they were born that way. Hey, and I respect that. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. Did you say they were born that way? Hey, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Thank you. It is the year 2000. Mike Williams went duck hunting in the early morning. It was his wedding anniversary, and they were going celebrating that night. But he never came back. His wife, Denise, I got a little, we got Dennis and we got a Denise. You know I have cousins named Dennis and Denise, right? And they're twins. Oh, my God. Did you know that? I did not know that. Now you know. Wow. Yeah, Dennis and Denise, they're twins. Wow. Uh-huh. Great job. His wife, Denise, started calling around and people went to the lake to look for him. His best friend, Brian Winchester, found his boat. It's quite it's a name. Brian Winchester. Of the Winchesters of, of Lauderdale. I know. <laughs> They're in Florida. Of the Bartholomew Winchesters of Lauderdale. <laughs> so he found his boat abandoned. This is a man-made lake, which I still am fascinated by. I love... I'm. Just so I grew up on a man-made lake, and it was just like I never understood it. I still understand it. They thought that maybe he tipped over, and his waders, which I guess are the things you wear when you're wading through these, like the lake is like filled with branches well, no, and so trees because it used to be an orchard. 
so now there's water covering where there was trees and so now it's branches and so you have to like wade through it's like you couldn't go swimming in there no thick and dirty the, here's no 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 it's not this is not a swimming lake this is no here's the deal the it's man-made lake for that. that you grew up on was probably a hole they dug in the ground mm-hmm. so that's a nice Correct. lake this is a lake that nature was like we're gonna flood this peach pit this peach orchard and then they probably just let it had borders around it right. to create the lake but that means yeah. there are trees under there it's, yes it's like a but it seems first of all i don't think i understand duck stand duck hunting because i didn't know you did it on water in a boat i thought it was like that game you remember the game with the guns the duck hunting game on nintendo yeah i know the game but it's also those, in arcades those isn't ducks it? were not on water uh yeah it was on in our arcades too so why are you doing it on water? Why are you in water? And but also seems way easier and not fair because they're just swimming along. But so why are you in waders if you're in a boat? Well, you, you don't need to be in waders. What's waders? For? You know what waders are? Waders are for that commercial, those commercials for um, Cran whatever juice. Yes. What's what's that brand? Yeah, Cran, uh, not Cran Apple. That's a that's a drink. The Cran um, Ocean Spray. Ocean spray. So those ocean spray and there's the two dudes and they're wearing waders and they are in a a lake filled with cranberries just Mm. surrounding them and they are in waders. Well, now that's just confusing because the cranberry doesn't grow in the water. I don't really understand. But science, give us a call. They also had these fake ducks, decoys that you put them made of like wood and you put them on the... So the, the duck you're going to kill thinks he sees a friend over there. Yeah. So and then he'll go swim over to his little friend and then you shoot him. So it's not nice. You're not shoot. You are shooting them in the water. You're not shooting them in the sky. Is that correct? Yeah. I think it's totally different. I, I don't need, really understand. I need, yeah. I didn't really understand the whole setup. We're all here, very. But... I thought in England on Downton Abbey, they go and they shoot in the sky. Maybe that those aren't ducks. Maybe they're pigeons. Maybe they're doves. Clay pigeons are those things they throw up in the sky, right? They go, Mark. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, it could be. They could be shooting the clay discs in Downton Abbey. That could be a sport. What's that called when they do that? They're doing... Skeet uh, shooting. Skeet shooting. There we go. I think. Okay, so they think he tipped over because apparently since there's so many trees that were there, there's a bunch of stumps that you don't see when you're there at night or in the early morning duck hunting. Right. So your boat would just hit one of these stumps and then you'd fall over. And then these waders that go up to your chest mm-hmm. can fill with water and you can get knocked over and drown. Did his boat have a motor on it? Was it a little like... Maybe. Was he, was he motoring through the water or was he canoeing with a... Was he, did he have paddles? I don't know, but I would assume once you're actually hunting, you would turn off the motor. No, but, but that's what I'm wondering. Like if you're going slow enough, a tree stump, even hitting it, would that knock your boat over? Or would it only be if like you're go- you're sort of speeding along? Then I can right. see if you hit yeah. something, you, it yeah. tips you. That makes okay. sense. Probably I'm just saying, I'm just wondering how often an accident like this would happen. Well, I'm going to get to that in a okay. sec. All right. So there were also gators in the water, which again blew my mind because I don't know how gators, man-made lakes, do they bring in the gators and the fish and everything? And then... The moss and stuff cultivates. So then I actually was so curious. I put down the episode and did kind of a deep dive on Google. I read like five articles on man-made lakes. So I am quite knowledgeable now. And they are fascinating. And actually several of the articles mentioned the lake that I grew up on. Isn't that funny? I don't know. But over time, they all go bad. It's not if, it's when. 
they either leak. Oh. So now they do these, like, they fake concrete on the bottom and a special kind of thick mud-like soil. But the weeds become overgrown and infested if the they don't have the right fish that come in so they they are bringing in fish they bring in different kinds of fish and little fish and big fish for the nature you know the organisms the That's whatever the i'm trying to life. say yeah this yes to work and the cultivate they bring the in the right plants so it is someone's job to do be a man-made lake maintenance person so that's the fish and, and wildlife people they have like horticulture type yeah. marine stuff as sure, part of their but job their job is specifically man-made lakes and then they said some man-made lakes have a shore with sand and swimming but after a certain year they changed the rule that all swimming parts even in the man-made lake have to meet the chlorine and standards of a swimming pool, which obviously a lake doesn't so now they have these things called like reservoirs and they they divide the lake in half mm-hmm. and they treat the swimming part with the chlorine and it's like clear, like nice water. And then there's the other part of the lake, which is for fishing and boating and stuff. That's it's interesting. Very, it's a fascinating industry. Anyway, and then they Who's did they dig it this? out. Well, it costs like five or six million, At they least. said. Yeah. And sometimes they charge the community. They build them on communities. And then each member pays a certain part of their like HOA fee, goes to the maintenance of the lake. And the dirt that they dig out, they can use when they're building the actual community. Then they have all this free dirt that they, you know, so they can build a little hill or like whatever they do with dirt. I don't know what you do with dirt. Mm-hmm. There, So there are gators in this lake. So they think gator might have got him. But then there's a gator might have got him. But <laughs> then they then within two seconds, they tell they say, well, probably gator didn't get him because gators are cold blooded and they go into hibernation. And so it wasn't even their time of year to be eating. The like, gators were just asleep. Thank you, Dateline, for getting yeah. us so excited for gators and then instantly shutting down the gator theory. Appreciate it. Well, I wasn't excited that he got eaten by the gator. The whole preview had the gator B-roll. And it then really did. It's, oh, gators never really happened. Sorry. But we're not going to charge a gator, so you know that's not what happened. We're not going to what? They're not going to charge a gator with murder. No, but what if, in. what if this is a owl theory all over oh, again? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, I thought that, okay, well, we'll get to what I thought maybe he was trying to do. But, well, okay, okay. So on the 10th day of searching, they find Mike's hat. So they're pretty sure that he's gone. Mm -hmm. And then his waiters surface, Mm -hmm. but they are clean. They have no bite marks on them. And it's weird because normally if they'd been in the lake for that long, they would be covered with gunk, you know, and they're clean. So then Dennis says, how unusual for a lake to not give up its dead. Because apparently lakes always give up their dead. Oh Which remind God. me a lot of Deathly Hallows, that one lake in Deathly Hallows. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Where the, where the people live under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Lady of Shalott. Again. Again. Back to Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. There, <laughs> but this is what I don't get. And this is what, what you had brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. So they make this huge point about how Mike is the only one who has gone overboard and they've never found his body. It's happening so much that there's a thing about it. So many people are dying in this lake 
but we always find his body, so it's okay. Like, maybe just stop going on that lake. <laughs> what are you doing? It's yeah. like saying, well, 300 people have died cliff diving, but it, we always find their body. So it's so, but then the one time you don't find their body, it's like, everybody stop. What's happening? I would like a May, number on this. Just, I would like how many people? cliff diving. Well, just, I mean, I think there just should then be rules of the lake of like, okay, because there, it's such a treacherous lake with all the tree stumps and stuff, you have to be going so fast. Right. There are just And not and at, before dawn and when not it's when dark out. You have, it's daylight only. Yeah. And they maybe should have a patrolman out on the lake. To, like, look for people that are going overboard. If it's happening that regularly, there's an issue. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have some sort of watch. I hope so. Who wears Duck Watcher? Come on. Where are they? It's very strange. Okay. All right. Duck tails. Woo. Oh. Denise and Mike were high school sweethearts. Mark down hometown heroes on your bingo cards. Yeah, because they... He was the football star, and she was the homecoming queen. And he was president. I I think there's even a separate bingo square for homecoming queen. Oh, there you so go. So you can mark off two. Yeah, they were super high school stars. Yeah. They married after college. They went to this Christian college together. They said Christian private school. Did they mean Christian college? Both high school and college. Interesting. I think. I'm 90% sure, but I could be wrong. They married after college. They had a baby and he became a realtor. Mm-hmm. He worked full time and he did the dishes. He cooked. He did laundry. He sounds so busy. I think he needed to use everyplate.com. Don't you? Oh, I think that would have been a great option for him. It is a home delivery service. It is less expensive than all the other ones. I literally don't know how to cook. I literally exploded hard-boiled eggs last week when I was trying to cook them. I am not a cook. But it comes with these easy recipes. So this friend of mine was going through a really hard time and I wanted to cook her and her husband a meal. So I made this like macaroni and cheese with bacon Mm -hmm. for them from every plate and some comfort food. The recipe explained everything. I cooked it. It was easy. I wasn't even stressed about it. No smoke alarms went off. My apartment is still standing. Nailed it. And we know my mom burned down her apartment when she was in her 20s. Correct. Because I inherited the bad cooking gene from her. Mm -hmm. Um, It cooked, it took me like half an hour and I couldn't have even gone shopping to do the ingredients for in half an hour. And it showed up at my door and everything was fresh and packed perfectly. All the other options of these mail, these delivery services, these food mm-hmm. delivery services cost like $10 a serving. Every plate is offering five chef designed recipes each week from only $4.99. In case you're new to math, $4.99 is much less than 10 so you are getting a really, really good deal. And the dishes are delicious. They're delicious so my, and super yeah, fresh. So fresh, perfectly packaged. And it's just great. And my friend and her husband cannot stop raving about this meal that I made for them. They are going to try to cook it for themselves. They're going to order from every plate. They think I spent a lot more money than I did because <laughs> I only had to spend four ninety nine dollars a serving. But they, I'm going to let them think that for just a little bit longer. But did you and tell them I, about the deal? Well, I'm going to have to give them the deal, but I don't want to because I want them to think I spent hours and hours no, and lots of money slaving <laughs> over it. But the next meal I make, I'm keeping for myself because food is love and I need some love too. Okay, there so you go. for listeners of our show, you get six free meals across your first three weeks and free shipping on your first order. Everyplate.com, enter date, dateline six. So six free meals 
for the first three weeks and free shipping. Date Dateline 6 at everyplate.com. That boils down to like three thirty three per serving. That's amazing. If you use that deal. That is so much less expensive than all the other meal delivery services. It's, the ingredient I, cards are really clear. Everything's yes. it's, it's idiot proof. Well, it's Kimberly proof. It's Kimberly which is proof, same really what it is. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing. So Mike's coworkers say that not only was he doing everything around the house for Denise, that this was so <sighs> what? I don't know what to make of this. The, the gas thing. So Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, they portray it in a certain way on Dateline. I just... Here's the problem. So Denise is a CPA, but then Mike is a real estate appraiser. They both have excellent jobs, college mm-hmm. educated, right? So the co-workers are laughing. They're, yeah, they're kind of laughing. They're chuckling about... They think well, it's what funny. Denise... Because for some reason, Mike does everything around the house. They literally refer to him as Mr. Mom. Which and I have to tell Dennis that people don't like that phrase anymore. I don't think Dennis knows yet. I will always like that phrase because of Michael Keaton. Right. So. It's no, it's not disparaging the movie at all. Thank you. But we oh. are in a different place in society now. I understand. True. Correct. So yeah. it's kind of bizarre because she apparently would call when she would need something and they would hear him run down from his office. And she had called on this one occasion because she was across the street and needed him to come and pump her gas. Yeah, she was at the gas station across the street. And I feel like this happened more than once because they were the people would hear his footsteps running down the stairs and then they'd be like, oh, Denise needs gas. Ha ha ha. It's so fun. And he goes well, they running. Said, well, what does she need this time? That's what does what she need this It was time? like there was multiple things. Okay. I'm all for women doing everything and all, girl power, everything. But there's some women, in, especially maybe in the South, I'm thinking like of designing women. You know, Suzanne, she kept this like mysterious allure about her by always, the man does everything for her. So she's never seen sweaty, never seen pumping gas. You would never know that she poops because she would never talk about that. She's this idealized woman. And Denise seems to have that effect on Ben. Like she keeps herself as this pristine woman that is never... Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? As like she always has, queen. always has the makeup on. She's never seen not out of order. So you would never think of her as being mm-hmm. too poop. No. She doesn't fart in front of Mike, you know, even mm-hmm. if they've been married for six years. Because, and she she demands to be treated like, I guess, an old-fashioned lady. And maybe that somehow worked for them. And then not- they're laughing. They think, his coworkers think it's funny. That no, she calls- I think they think it's stupid. They're laughing because it's stupid. They're not laughing because it's funny. They're chuckling because it's like, seriously? Seriously? For real though? Yeah. Yeah. No, but can the more important question in all of this is why do we have an interview with so many coworkers? Oh my God. We have his coworkers. We have Brian's coworkers. We we have have Mike's coworkers. We have Mike's boss, Mike's boss's wife. We have two of his female coworkers. Then later we have a coworker of hers. And then we have a coworker of, do we have a coworker of Brian's? I think we do. I don't it's, even know, but I don't care. Why are there so many people? I started to write down the names and I stopped. Just the facts. People. And I always write down the names. And I was like, well, except I, I did write down those two names. Christy and Liz were the, were the co-workers, co-workers of the real estate office. That thought it was so funny that he would run down the stairs. I would be like, be gay. I don't think guess. they thought it was funny. No. So I think they were pretending that they found it charming on Dateline. And around the office, they would all whisper and laugh about it. 
Like, like, why is he doing that? Why? What is happening? And why is she doing that? Whatever. Why is she doing that? Is it a power move to have him leave work in the middle of a meeting or whatever to go pump her gas? Or was it like a joke? Was it come pump my gas? But it was really a euphemism for something else. Oh, are we missing it completely? Are we we being dumb? We might be being dumb. A little afternoon delight? Correct. We might be being real stupid. We might be the dumb ones. We might be so dumb. All right. Well, there we go. Mystery solved. So maybe romance was alive and well in their house. It could have been. Okay. Let's... uh, Oh, interesting. I would love to get people's take on that. I would too. All right. Dennis, because Dennis is being vague. Like, Mm -hmm. he's not laying it out for us. Or we're really dumb and just not picking it up, and he totally laid it out for us. (sighs) Rats. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So Mike had a big insurance policy, actually like three of them, that his friend Brian helped him buy. Mike and Denise and Brian and his wife, the foursome, were all best friends since college. Kathy. Kathy. It's Brian's wife. Yes. After a while, there's no body still the lake hasn't revealed its secrets. And Denise has to accept that he is dead. And they issue a death certificate, even though there's no body. Now we meet Miss Cheryl. Mike's mom, Miss Cheryl, saddest person ever on Dateline? Yeah. Does she win that award? I think so. She yeah. is the she is a tiny pocket person. Mm-hmm. She looks Exactly like what my mother will look like in 10 to 20 years if she does not keep taking her multivitamins and calcium. She is very wee and Mm -hmm. she wears her white blonde hair in two pigtails jutted out onto the side. But not not facing the side. They're facing forward. So the pigtails curl forward. They don't curl out. I they see. curl to the front like little mini mouse ears. And they're low. What yes, they're not like up low. High they're like pigtails. little they're like little low ears. Yes. Dennis says that she is the squeakiest of squeaky wheels. Same probably could be said for Joni. My mom is 1000% a squeaky wheel. Now, yes. she's a tough cookie. Also, so is Joni. She doesn't think Mike drowned and she's going to fight for justice. So she takes all 87 pounds of her and puts all of her money into getting an ad in the paper to get attention. She runs a daycare center out of her house and she gets the kids involved in making missing posters, which people seem to think was cute. I thought basically she's running a sweatshop out of her daycare center. What she is, she's she's a smart lady. I'm gonna put these kids to work. No, you know what? They're coloring anyways. Why don't you color in these letters? Color in the, yeah, that's true. I don't feel, I don't feel like that's a problem at all. I feel, I feel like it's entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah. Great. She paid for billboards. She would stand outside churches with the signs, picketing by herself. Mm -hmm. She, this blew my mind. She wrote letters to the governor every day for years. 2,600 letters. Weren't you the one that was just just complaining? What did I just say before we were recording? I said, my hand gets tired after about two sentences of writing. And that's crazy to me. I might need to seek medical attention. But I can cross-stitch for hours, but I cannot write with the pe- My hand gets tired, and I start writing so sloppily, even more sloppily than usual. I'm going to watch you, because I'm wondering if you hold your pen I wrong. think I'm holding it too tight or wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gripping it too or tight, maybe. Both. 
Yeah. Well, you're not gripping it like in a fist, are you? No, no. Because from your handwriting, it could it, clearly be a fist yeah. with a pen. I love you. Yeah. For our Patreons, we have put up Katie's notes. We have never put up my notes. because For they good will, reason. Because they will they terrify will frighten you. you. Yeah. You will have nightmares. Because she's possibly a serial killer from yeah. the handwriting analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Cheryl's signs, she had one sign that was super profesh, and it looked like a missing poster. Mm-hmm. And then one looks like a note from a serial killer. Mm-hmm. It is just a lot of words yeah, with a, a sharpie it's on like a white. paragraph. You can't no do a paragraph has, on a sign. People don't have time. Unless they're you're driving by, they don't also, have time to read they're, that. They're not. What you need is a website. You need yeah. findmike.com or whatever 1, it is. Percent. You need just a website, big black letters on a sign. But you know what? She doesn't know. And I think that's part of the the hard part of this is she's doing whatever she can. Right. So in her, and, she's like, I'm trying to get as much information out. So I yes. get it. I get what you're trying to do. But you need to be succinct and then hope people go to the website where you can post all that stuff. So remember when we were in Nashville for CrimeCon last mm-hmm. year and we saw all those billboards that said, mattress stores are greedy yes in huge letters and then underneath it said learn the truth and i was like what is that is this the thing with the mafia and the mattress stores what is going on yes and then you go to the website you know what the website is Hmm. it's for an online mattress store right exactly but it's It's so you'll buy but it's such smart marketing it made you and i immediately go to the website 100%. 100%. Yeah. I thought it was a full-on moff. There's going to be an HBO documentary about the mattress industry. That's right. what I thought. Like, yeah. it was the, But what, so she needed to hire the Fry Marketing, the Fry Festival people, and have just a big orange square on her sign. None of this matters because. Oh, because it worked. Because she got the cops Correct. to start working the case. Correct. Because she was so squeaky. That she got them to work. Well, the case. she didn't get the cops. Who'd she get? I don't understand what the FDLE is. They kept so I, it drove me insane yes. how many times they said FDLE because I kept thinking of FDLS and Sister Wives, the mm, more the yes. Mormon. They are like a special unit of the a well respected police department, I guess. Well, they have like oversight over the police. So yeah, I, it's, it's like weird. a special investigation unit. But, yeah. So it must be state. Florida something. But then again, I got really confused because so at the beginning half of this episode, we have a lot of interviews with a lot of friends and a lot of coworkers and and that. And we have, I mean, many, many more than usual. And then in the second half, we probably have five different agents we meet from the FDLE. And they're like, this person did this, this person did this. And I'm like, well, who, who did, who worked on this case? Miss Cheryl. Miss Cheryl. There we go. Yeah, but she did eventually, you're right, get this agency involved. While she's making this ruckus, trying mm-hmm. to get the police to work on it, Denise, the widow, tells her, stop raising a ruckus. You're confusing our daughter, who's trying to accept the fact that her dad is no longer with us. You are invading our privacy. Stop it. And if you don't stop it, I won't let you see our granddaughter again. Granddaughter's name was Ansley. A- Ainsley. A- no, it wasn't Ainsley. It was Ansley. Ansley. Which was very strange because I was expecting Ainsley. I've never heard Ansley. Ansley. So Denise starts dating other people. She eventually starts to date don't don don Brian, Mike's best friend who is now divorced. Winchester. Winchester. You're saying it like Worcester? 
Yeah. Denise's friend tries to defend her and say that she had to be convinced by Brian to date him. In fact, she had to know where he was with his Christianity first. Thoughts? Have you heard that expression before? Where someone is with their Christianity? I've heard, where are you with your walk with God? And I have been asked that question probably (laughs) two dozen times in my life. (laughs) Okay. And I feel like it's the worst question to ask someone because it's the most personal question I think you could ever ask. Yeah. And I'm just sort of like, I always just sort of give the face like, really? Because it's always by people you don't know that well. No, and it's, and like, it's over, we... like, casserole at a function, and they're, yeah, like, scooping do... casserole, going, how are you on your walk with God? That is the most personal thing I think yeah. you could, you can't ask What someone, do you say? Can you just go, I'm at level 10. I am God. What do you say? <laughs> like you're leveling up? Like, in a, I leveled like a video up. Game? It's like Scientology with the different levels. Yeah, you remember I leveled the bridge? up last week. I'm oh. on bridge 24, one more coin, and I get to be Jesus. I, and I, here's the oh and I'm not. I get to meet Jesus. And I'm just <laughs> saying, like, right. I'm saying honestly. I this is a personal feeling. I am sure that a lot of people's church feel differently, but to me, it seems very, very personal. And it would be something you would ask a family member. Well, so in this situation, she's asking a potential person she's going to date. But she's also known him for many, many years. They've been friends since high school and close friends. So in that case, I would say, sure, if that was important to her, it doesn't seem weird to me. But it does seem very snobby and pious. Like she'll only date someone if he's at a certain point in his Christianity because she is at a certain point in her Christianity. You know, it's like, it's very, I'm above you and you have to be worthy to date me. I think this question was worded wrong because I think that probably what happened is that they needed to have a conversation about how they felt about where they were as a couple, being a couple with him being divorced, her being widowed, but being friends before. Like, I think it was worded weird. Like, how does that, vibe with our Christianity is more what they probably needed to talk about. But this, right. But the friend made it seem like he had to not prove he had to prove he was on a certain spiritual path. And that makes me think like, what does what does that entail? Like, OK, I read my Bible this much. I do this right. this much. Like you can't. How do you yeah. quantify that? Because that's different to every single person. So it seems very odd. That seems yeah. like a very strange question to ask. Hmm. Uh, So the rumor mill gets started, of course, once they start dating. Mark that down your bingo cards. Right. Because you have now the best friend of the dead guy and his widow getting together. They eventually get married. And this is Silver Lake's part. Brian moves into Mike's house, moves into Mike's bedroom, and is co-raising Mike's kid. It's exactly what happened before. And it really bothered some people in this episode, especially like. They just thought it was inappropriate his It bothered Mike's boss and his wife. They thought it was sort of scandalous in the worst possible way. Not like fun scandalous. Like, like what are you doing? Disrespectful to Mike. Miss Cheryl is on top of it. She writes this report, this summary of her findings in her investigation, and she turns it into the police. Which, when are they going to put her on salary? Because she's doing all their jobs for them. So she they, she needs to be cut a check. 
She needs yeah, a she W9 really yeah. and get her in there because yeah. Officer Cheryl is on it. Now, she figured out that Mike's life insurance policies that were sold to him by the best friend, Brian, were worth $1.75 million. And Denise wow. wasn't able to collect on them until there was proof that he was dead. Mm-hmm. And that's when they found the hat. And then that's when they found the waiters by who the water. No, who looked no new. New marks waiters. on them. Yeah. Not they were clean, like they hadn't been underwater for months. Mm-hmm. We do meet this one guy for like a second who was working the case for 10 years. And the only reason I wrote him down is because his name was Tully Sparkman. Love it. Yeah, I Tully have him down. Sparkman. Followed by the line, how many interviews, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark. I didn't understand why we kept meeting new people. Yes, so many people that are uh-huh. working this case, but nothing is happening. Uh-huh. So police feel like Brian and Denise aren't going to turn on each other while they're still happily in flagrante delecto. What was that from? Clue? Latin? It's from the movie Oscar. Oh, I loved the movie Oscar. I, I forgot, forgot about, about that, that movie. movie. That's a fun movie. I Everyone should watch Oscar. I don't remember movie. if it's any good, but you should watch it because I remember it being funny. It was really good to me when I was younger. Like I, I would watch fun. it all the time. I did too. <gasps> yeah, I did all too. the time. I watched that movie. It's a ridiculous it's, Sylvester Stallone movie. Everybody should watch it. It's ridiculous. It's kind of like Clue. It's like yeah, it's, it's nonsense. Like, it's like an yeah. Italian family Clue. Yes. With the cheesiest accents. It's oh, very yeah. Fun. I think Marissa Tomei's in it. Yes. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. Fun. Wait. And then I remember there was one line. One guy goes, you want I should bump him? Yes. And I thought that was so funny. You want I should bump him? <laughs> um, but wait, I have one more thing. Going back really, really quick before the drama of Brian and uh, Denise's marriage. Um, it was right before that that, first of all, we are also getting interviews with with Mike's brother, along with Miss Cheryl in some of these interviews. But there's one where they're together and it happens right before this. And it's then when I realized that Miss Cheryl is in a wheelchair. wheelchair. That took it over the, I'm going to say that took it over the top for me. I was like, and we're good. I have to pause this. I'll come back. Really? Uh, She looks great for her age. I don't know what her age is, but it's all just very sad. No, it looks like she's been through some real sad in Florida. And so that's triple sad in that and sun. It's, it's it's rough. It's rough. She's seen some things. So police feel like Brian and Denise are not going to ever flip on each other while they're together. So uh-huh. they just are waiting out their relationship, basically. And actually, their relationship does fall apart and they separate, which is so annoying to me because if you are going to kill someone so that you can get married... Like, stay married. It better last. That is a slap in the face to Mike. Don't get a divorce after you've done all that. What was the point then? So one day, all of a sudden, the short shirt shirt hits the fan. Mm -hmm. And Brian basically kidnaps Denise in her car with a gun. No, no, wait. I mean, they go through... He hasn't been living there for a while, right? I'm guessing it was tumultuous. I don't know. He was having, I think he's massively struggling. They said that he moved out in like 2013 or something like that. Like seven years after they got married, he moves out. And then they said he wouldn't give her a divorce for several years. And then Mm. within that, like years later, this is when he shows up with the kid. Gotcha. Which seems crazy to me. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go, dude. Well. (laughs) Did she say let it go? I haven't seen the movie. Does she? Is it Elsa that says let it go? Yeah, you got it. You got it. 
so Brian kidnaps Denise kind of in the car with the gun, but he seems to be saying he's only going to kill himself. So I don't know if whatever, but she's telling the police this and she's super calm, by the way, like explaining how this kidnapping went down. And then the police tell her that there was also a tarp and bleach in the car. So they think he was going to kill her, too. Yeah, you think? And so they think he was going to kill. They think he killed Mike and he's going to kill Denise because she's the only other person that knows what he did. That's what they think is going to happen. And so they're trying to get her to spill. He must have told you something. You, he must know what happened to Mike. Where's Mike? What did he do? And yeah. she's like, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about how I was kidnapped today. I'm not going to talk about that other stuff. Yeah. And they arrest Brian for kidnapping Denise. Immediately after they arrest him, the police announce that they have found Mike's body. It is miles away from the lake. So obviously... Brian led them to the body and that was part of when he turned right. himself in because there's no way they could have found it. It's like 50 miles away. By a, somewhere. by a different swamp. Yeah. Yeah. So he he kind of flips on Denise and police arrest Denise. Mm-hmm. They made a deal with Brian that he won't face murder charges at all. I just okay. the kidnapping charges. Okay. So this is just like the last episode. It's a deal with the devil it's like the lesser of two evils, even though what he did, we're going to find out, is super evil, too. It's the worst. It's, How does that happen that you will face no charges they for murder? They just wanted Denise so freaking badly. Why? I don't know. I mean, they always seem to think there's a woman behind these murder plots, and usually there is. I wouldn't say usually. Sometimes. When it's, on Dateline, there usually is. Okay. Okay, so in our last, our Patreon episode, Mm -hmm. they seem more concerned, way more concerned with getting the people who orchestrated the murder than the people who actually committed the murder. I am just, yeah, I've... They always, it seems like it's almost an afterthought who actually did the murdering. It's like they want to know who orchestrated, who paid for it, who asked for it, who wanted it. I'm here. I'm She's up to a, here. You guys, it's like eyeball level. It's, it's not I'm, that high. I'm, I'm upset. It's but really it's going to get higher high. if we have this again next week. I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm so not. Sh- she said eyeballs now could go up to. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. And then maybe temple. We might go to the top. I'm, yeah. I'm really tired. This is really frustrating to me. But from the fingernails, the top is not the tip. Tippy top. Tippy top. Tippy top. So the trial starts. Denise looks pretty rough. Her face kind of looks okay, Wait, I'm but sorry. her hair looks rough. What? It does. Well, she has ashy roots. Here's the problem that I have is that you're missing. I don't know if you're going to cover this in quotes. Dennis's quote right then. You may oh, yeah. have missed it. His pun. Oh, no, that happens later. No, no. That happens when he's on the stand. No, no. It's when she's taken. It's when she's arrested. Have you gotten there yet? Oh, no. Oh, oh, I don't remember. So when they arrest her, Dennis says, it's a perp walk to remember. Oh, I like that. I couldn't and believe it. That's one of my favorite Mandy Moore performances yeah. of all time. Guys, perp wa- Dennis slips it in under so the good. radar. Just so, so sneaky. I was like, oh, new Dennis playing with the puns. That is a good movie, guys. That gets me. Perp walk. So the try not perp walk the movie. I know, I know. You know what I mean. <laughs> I um, so the trial starts. There is obviously no hair dye in prison because her roots are down to her ears and she has eyeglasses on. So she was obviously wearing contacts before. 
it is exactly, again, Sabrina from Silver Lakes, who in prison, do you not remember during the trial? The before I do and remember, after? but I didn't honestly think she looked that bad besides the fact that her hair had grown out. She wore glasses in the police interview, too. She's wearing no. glasses all the time in the later years. She's wearing yes. glasses when no. she's doing her perp walk. No? Sorry. She does not look as bad as Sabrina is what I'm trying to say. Sabrina oh, sorry. in the trial looked like her face was melting off. So Miss Cheryl takes the stand. Oh, Lordy. Uh-uh. Sweet Lordy. As Dennis points out, her head barely goes over the witness stand yeah. because she's a wee little pocket person. My mom sits on two very thick foam pads when she drives. Each one is about three or four inches thick. Mm-hmm. And she sits on two of them so she can see above the steering wheel. That mm-hmm. is a true story. Now, Miss Cheryl's off the stand and it's time for Miss Kathy, Brian's first wife, Kathy. Yes. Now, she says that she suspected Brian and Denise were always having an affair, which mm-hmm. was confirmed when Brian asked her to do a threesome with Denise. And I think she did it. So Dennis says there are snapshots featuring partial nudity. Mm -hmm. But here's what really bothered me. So there's one photo that they show and it's Denise and Kathy and they're hugging each other side to side like two friends at Disneyland. It's not like a sexual pose or like a seductive thing there's grinning and they're hugging like they're at disneyland except they're totally naked they're hugging front to front yes they're just that's what you mean they're hugging front to front with their faces turned to the side correct and they're not seductively posing for the camera and there's no tops they're they're grinning like they are two sorority sisters at a fundraiser at a cotillion grinning like they're it's a girl pose like that you do with your friend cheek to cheek except that there's no clothes but, like, you would think that if it was, like, the three-way and there's no clip, like, you would de- pose a little, like, sexy or do se- there. Ju- do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I do see what you're saying. Here's the thing that I, I had a thought about it, honestly. Yeah. And my thought was they didn't have a threesome. He asked to them, too, but they got, like, a little rambunctious one night and took pictures because they both had full red lipstick on. That's the first thing I saw in the picture. I'm like, oh, they're wearing lipstick. They're not kissing. Right. No one's kissing anyone. Like Pre-threesome. It could have been pre-threesome, but I more thought that this was evidence they were having a sexy, fun night. But I almost think it's more like, I think you guys should take your tops off uh-huh. and take pictures. I think it was uh-huh. more something like that. And especially from people who have had a pretty probably restrictive upbringing. And so this is very, like, Naughty. taboo and fun, but it's okay because they're all married. I gotcha. But but Mike was not involved in this. I guess not, which is weird. So they did not do any swapping. They just Denise was brought in. Yeah, and had a sexy fun time. But I don't yeah. know if they actually went through with anything. It's just so I think the, the pic- chances are probably not. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. In Silver Lakes they did some things, but mostly Silver just Lakes. kissing. But again, mostly just kissing with the ladies. And then they went and went with their respective spouses. Yeah. So it was still kind of a ripoff. People get it's, bored. It's, but it's so, it's not really a threesome. Give us an actual threesome dateline. No. Don't, or, or don't, but just don't tell us that it's going to be. And then it's, they're little, they're posing like you could frame that picture and put it on your desk or on the wall in your dorm room. Except what, that there's no my, clothes. My favorite threesome? No. I think my almost threesome? No. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's so pure, the picture, except that yeah. there's no tops. Which makes me think that there was nothing impure going on at all. Right. Right. Yeah. They were having, oh my goodness, I can't believe we did that. Throw away those pictures. Throw away those pictures. It was more of a that kind of thing. I see. Uh Uh-huh. They're smiling and they're primped. They're like hair done. They don't look like we just had a tumble in the bedroom. That's not what happened. They just needed some clothes. Do you know where they could have gotten some clothes? Could they have ordered some brand name clothing at a discount? They definitely could have. I think if ye, they had gone to swap.com, they definitely could have gotten premium brands at a thrift store price. That's incredible. Yeah, and they're swap. just going to be torn off anyways. True. <laughs> we talked about swap.com last week, but it's really just kind of the gift that keeps on giving. So last time I was on, I bought some clothes for myself. And this time I was actually shopping for my friend who's having a baby. And I was so excited because they have a whole baby section where you can filter for whatever style that you're looking for. So if you're looking for a dress, if you're looking for pants, if you're looking for shoes, and then you can sort by, okay, I know that she's going to want stuff that's new with tags. There were hundreds of items that I could find that were right for her. For people who are looking for name brand items like Lululemon, Nike, Carter's, The Gap at a discount price, and I'm talking 90% off retail, that's swap.com is the place. I'm going to go on because now that I'm I'm eating nothing but cheese... And no carbs, I might start losing weight. And then I'm going to need some new clothes at each size. You can go in with $50 and come out with a bunch of stuff. You're going to get a bag of clothes delivered. It's really something for everyone. And we have special offer for listeners. Swap.com forward slash Dateline to get free shipping on your first purchase is a low risk way to give online thrifting a try. Swap.com dot com forward slash dateline you get free shipping on your first purchase yeah i think you guys should all go check it out at least because get out of the gator infested waters and get on swap.com yeah because if you're like me and you like shopping online and you like getting really good deals it's like a dream so Mm. go check it out for sure back to the story back to the story kimberly brian takes the stand with total Mm -hmm. immunity he is in jail for kidnapping only no murder charges He looks haggard as he entered the courtroom, except Dennis didn't say haggard. If you listen real closely. No, he did not. Dennis said haggard. Yes, he did. As in Harry Potter. Thank you, Julie Vaughn on Twitter for pointing that out to me. You didn't notice? I did not notice the first time. I got it. I was like, haggard. 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 Oh, it's really good. Speaking of haggard instead of haggard, I posted a Twitter or on Instagram Josh Mankiewicz saying Gil Garcetti slash Gim Garcetti. And everyone except for one person heard Gim Garcetti. That's great. You I know. win again. But 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 we can't tell Josh. That's why I did it on Instagram because he's not on Instagram. So. Let's hope it doesn't make it to any of the other platforms. All right. <laughs> Keep it under your lid. Yeah. So Brian says that he and Dennis were having an affair and they were planning Mike's murder. Her this and Denise. Was- Sorry. What did I say, Dennis? You did say Dennis. So <laughs> he and De- he and Dennis were having no such affair. No, Dennis, Dennis would is a man never of morals and honor. He would not touch Mike with a ten foot duck pole. No, he would not he touch used. Brian with a ten foot duck pole. Man, I Mike, can't get this yeah, right. Let, Mike take, sounded like guys, a great guy. I'm Mike gonna go sounded... ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and handle this podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> take, it, take it away. Take it away. But take the reins. Okay. So Jesus take the wheel. Jesus take the wheel. Speaking of Jesus taking the wheel, Brian and Denise apparently felt that Jesus was taking the wheel 
in this murder. So this is the way they they rationalized it, if I can kind of understand what he's saying on the stand. Yeah, I he had a says, difficult time. So he says, basically, we want to kill him, but it's not up to us. It'll be up to God. If it happens, it happens, and it was God's will. So the logic is, if he dies when I kill him, then it's God's plan. Like, you got it. <laughs> what? But here's also when the second part of this story of how how his death actually takes place, how the story unfolds. Right. That makes no sense. Right. No. Because we because had a moment when... Where he could have kind of been okay and maybe God was trying Jesus to save him. took the wheel it, and yeah. said, we're making a U-turn on this. And, and he Brian said, was like, no, I'm no, in the driver's seat. I'm going through this red light. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks anyways, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So, no thanks. Denise didn't want a divorce because of the stigma. Again, don't understand that murder is more acceptable, but the prosecution points it out in a way that I understood it better, which is it's not really about thinking that murder is more acceptable than divorce to God. It's that the appearance of divorce is bad for Christians and she cared more about her appearance in the community. And if you're a widow, you get sympathy and you stay a good Christian in people's eyes. But if you're a murderer, you know, or I'm sorry, if you get a divorce, then you have some sort of tarnish on you, I Correct. guess. But you see that this is ridiculous because it means of you're course. not, you're the worst Christian because yes. you only care what others think, which is not the opposite of what, yeah, you're supposed to only think what God what, thinks, and, right? It's it infuriating is the, beyond the beyond. most misguided Christians think like this. Normal good Christians understand, I think, but we feature a lot on Dateline of these Christians who take it all wrong. And it's all about pride and ego and the way they are viewed in society, which is, again, such the opposite of what. Of what you are supposed to pride is being about. prideful. It's yeah. the opposite of what you're yeah. supposed to be a humble servant, have yeah. a servant's heart, not murder yeah. your husband so that you don't have to get a divorce and look bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just insanity. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Okay. It absolutely is. And here's another thing that was insane they decide to do this plan on the weekend of their wedding anniversary of Denise and Mike's wedding anniversary. Did they have and, the plan planned out? Was it yes, like that? You're yes, sure? A 100% no, Dennis but says, this is what Brian says. This is what Brian says. They planned, that was the day they were going to do it. But That's isn't tough. that just like even crueler to do it on their wedding anniversary? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty not great. None yeah. of it's great, but yeah, yeah, just go ahead and add some salt to it. Yeah. So Brian and Mike went out duck hunting that morning Brian pushes Mike overboard, hopes the waiters will drown him. He's struggling, and Brian's just watching him struggle and then pushes the boat away so that poor Mike can't grab onto the boat and try to get back on. Mike starts to take off the waiters and the jacket and is clinging to a tree stump for dear life, and he's yelling for help. This is when Brian could have stepped away and he he might Mike might have survived like Jesus would have let Mike survive so instead Brian takes out his gun drives the boat nearer to Mike like circles around him like a croc or a shark and gets closer 
Poor Mike, if he didn't realize what was happening, he might have thought Brian was coming to save him. I don't even know what he thought was happening. And Brian shoots Mike in the head. It's terrible. It's so terrible. Dennis was right when he said how terrible it was. It's it's so sad and sick, like hearing these details and that he could have had a second chance, like he could have survived. But how scared he must have been and confused that his best friend is doing this to him. Yeah, it's terror. And then you see him coming with a gun. I, I don't know how. I mean, you must just be really cold or I, I mean, for someone to do that to someone you've known for that. You know what I'm saying? To have that long of a time to think. You're not doing it in the heat no, of the moment. It's, it's minutes long... and minutes and minutes. Yeah. And then he, so Brian's crying as he's telling the story on the stand. Who and cares? It's like, where was this regret when you did it? Yeah, You're I felt I was so like, sad now, but give me a and break. And he looks like a he looks like some grown up howdy doody guy. Like the way <laughs> that he looks is like, you know, when People sort of, there are some people that I've seen that just the way that they look when they're seven, they never don't look like that. Yeah. Their body just kind of ages, but they yeah. always have that face, like a yeah. baby face. Yeah. That's what he looks like. So mm-hmm. hearing him tell this story, like sort of marl up his face, he's crying. It just made me kind of want to punch him. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm not normally a violent person, no. but I want to have a stern talk with him. Yeah. He needs a talking to. I'm going to ask him how his, sir, I wish the defense had gotten up and said, sir, how's your walk with God? (laughs) How are you with your Christianity? Where are you with your Christianity right now on a level of one to 10? So Brian (sighs) takes Mike's body to shore. He pushes the boat out to the water so it'll look like he drowned. He puts Mike's body in a dog crate in the back of his truck. on. So it'll stay safe. What are it you is doing? So that unbelievably is... dehuman. It's just awful. Yeah. It's no, it's sick. And now he's crying and I don't understand. Like But where was the serious okay, so if they were thinking there was foul play earlier on when this first happened, there was no testing for evidence in the boat or in the car or well, they didn't know that. I guess they didn't know that Brian was involved. But wouldn't no. you test the boat to see if, oh, Brian's fingerprints, whose boat is it? I think that they went fishing together a lot in that boat. So I wouldn't think it was weird if there were fingerprints of his on that boat, you know? Okay. Or maybe he wiped the boat down. I don't know. Because that's what I'm, my question is there's no blood in the boat because obviously he's taking, he shoots him in the head. Yeah, in the pulls water. Pulls him off the tree, pulls him into the boat, or does he just tail him in the water? Because that's mm. awful. Mm. I would think in the boat, there must have been a tarp. Because you wouldn't want blood to get in the boat, obviously. Also, where did the actual waders go? Because the waders, he took them off in the water. So did they ever find the actual waders that belonged to Mike? I don't know. That's a good question. Or were those waders his, but they had just been in his truck for six months? <sighs> Maybe they took them off his body when they before he buried them. And saved them to put at the lake. Maybe. That's a good... All right. I'll, I'll give I don't you that. know. But they're so heavy, I would think they'd, he'd need to take them off to get him back in the boat. You know what or I'm saying? Or to get him in the crate. To yeah. pull someone into a boat. But there would be blood in the boat if you were... Right. Unless the bleeding stops. I don't understand maybe how that works. Unless there was a tarp. Yeah, there or could blankets have been. Or something. There, I don't there know. There could have been a tarp. Okay. But all they, right. I don't think they really did a lot of forensics on the boat because they think he just went over. I think well, it was no, an and also we're getting from the trial Brian's story. And if they're not asking him the questions, we don't know it. Right. So that's, yeah. All right. Yeah. 
So he drives far away and he buries the body. And Brian says the hardest thing was when people realized Mike was missing, he was searching on the lake with his dad. And there was a storm coming in and Brian's dad wouldn't stop searching. They were the last ones to leave the lake because Brian's dad loved Mike so much, like another son. And Brian is just sobbing, saying this. And it's like, yeah, you freaking should be you sobbing. You should be sobbing. But where was this thought before when you were doing all of this? I'm glad you feel bad now, but you did it. You did this. You did it and you didn't have to. You had an out. No, you could you have had, stopped. You, absolutely. You could have stopped and said, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was. Th- I don't even know what you could have said. That was an accident. End, like, your, uh, end your friendship. Leave town. Yeah. But like, don't do this. No. I just, it's so, sorry, I'm not, I'm very frustrated. Are you up to your eyebrows now? I'm at the eyebrows. I'm okay. right above the eyebrow. I'm at okay. the eyebrow arch. Okay, gotcha. Frustrating. Denise with the roots, <laughs> like she's on the Tonight Show, um, <laughs> you know, shows no emotion, zero, when he's testifying, saying these stories. Nothing. And he's she, crying. She doesn't seem like an emotion person, though. When you see her no. in the police interrogation about the kidnapping, she's sort of talking about it like she tells she's telling a story. That's why I don't know how much of that story I believe either, because she's totally deadpan. Talking but then about she's it. sobbing when she goes, we didn't talk about that. She's sobbing when she goes to court because they do show footage of her in court for his hearing to get his sentence for oh, the kidnapping. Right. And she did say she's crying a lot. And she says like it if he gets out to he's gonna do it again i didn't see real tears i don't think she attention. only cries when it's about her that's mm-hmm. usually what happens that's a very good point okay so for the next 16 years he and denise take this mafia-like oath of silence now denise's lawyers say if they have to believe brian or denise they believe denise every day of the week twice on sunday that was brilliant that was really good, especially because of what's happening in this and case. It's, she's God's day. No, no, it's no, it's a church quote. It's I go to church every day and twice on Sundays, or I pray every day. It's twice on Sundays. No, it's a Christianity phrase. It's brilliant. gotcha. It's, and, and Sundays you do Bible study and church. I see, and I mean they're just being hoodwinked. I can't even. I believe Brian so much more than I believe Denise. Really. I believe that she was involved and knew about it. Well, here's, okay, so, but here was the problem. So then, okay, keep going. You might get to it. You might not. I might have to talk about it. Denise, uh, Dennis, I knew it. That would happen. I want you to meet my cousins. Dennis? But we call Dennis Denny. Oh, fair. That might help. It's Denny and Denise. Yeah, that might help. So Denny, Denny Murphy, New Year, New Dennis, being sassy as ever, says that Denise's attorneys think that Brian's story was just crocodile tears. I see what you did there, Dennis. Mm-hmm. We approve. They think Brian was a lone wolf. Wolf pack. There we go. Harken back. Okay. He was obsessed with Denise. Mm-hmm. She had nothing to do with it. He just wanted his best friend's girl. And they asked Brian on the stand, are you a liar? And he says, yes. And they say, are you a killer? And he says, yes. And he was trying to get people to lie for him. He said that other jailmates offered to, they were going to lie for him. And then they were going to offer to make Denise go away with air quotes. Yeah. But he said, absolutely not. Like he did not want Denise to be killed. But no, he did I will want kill my everyone. best friend. Yeah, but, but I not will, Denise. Yeah. 
and, but I and I will have everyone lie about it so I don't go to get in trouble. Brian says Denise wasn't there with him on the boat, but she was in his head. Where was Jesus in your head? She said she he was in she was in my head and behind me. Yeah. I didn't like, know what that meant. Like standing behind him metaphorically pushing him to do it or or maybe she wrapped her ghostly arms around well, him and lifted up the gun. Well, so but here's the Okay, but the problem is is that then they say that they ask him if she actually knew the plan that was going to happen that day and she did not. No, that's not what he said. He said she he knew that he never told her what exactly happened and all she knew was that the plan hadn't gone according to plan, but that Mike had still been killed. So she didn't know the details of the fact that he didn't drown, that he had to shoot him. Interesting. So he said, I tried to tell her one time, but she said she just didn't want to know the details. So it had, she knew that something hadn't gone right according to plan, but. Gotcha. The plan was to just push him over and have him drown. Um, He says that they are Bonnie and Clyde. And I took offense to that. Jay-Z and Beyonce are Bonnie and Clyde. Everyone knows that. You took offense to it on Beyonce's behalf. On Beyonce's behalf. All I need in this life of sin is me and my girlfriend. Me and my girlfriend. Yeah. I I love that song. The similarities are startling. Yeah. They find Denise guilty and she gets life in prison. Yeah, she does. Which means she gets a ton more time than Brian, who actually did the shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm really upset. Before you get too upset, let's take it down a notch with Uh -uh. a promo from our friend... Jody at Reality TV because she'll Hi, make Jody. you laugh and I love her and her recaps of 90 Day Fiance will not make you want to punch somebody in the face. I like it. Hey, it's Jody from Reality TV Podcast, your source for snarky reality TV recaps. I'm your best friend in inner voice as we cringe watch all the shows we love and love to hate. From Bravo TV to TLC, MTV to Lifetime, even those shows and documentaries on WeTV and Netflix. I watch it all and break down the fine details that'll have you screaming and crying in laughter. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app by searching Reality TV or find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Reality TV Pod or just go to realitypodcast.com. I cannot wait to meet you and laugh with you soon. Okay. okay. We're back, B Roll Bonanza. So we got a ton at the lake. We got a ton of airboats. Do you think we could go on an airboat in New Orleans? Um, Don't they have swamps there? Yeah. They gators? Do. I don't know about gators. I'm sure they have gators. I feel like if there's a swamp, there's a gator. Um, are crocodiles regional? Did you find... This is what I wanted you to ask Alexa quietly. Sorry. Alexa. Can you ask Alexa what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Alexa. What's the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? Crocodiles have longer, pointed snouts, while alligators' snouts are shorter and rounded. Alligators do not have salt glands, but crocodiles do, allowing them to live in saltier water. Crocodile scales all have small spots at the edge, but alligators only have these on their jaw. Alexa, thank you. You're welcome. So my favorite B-roll is obviously the underwater gator shot. Well, of course. We, we, I, I want to know who shot it. Yeah. I want to know if they bought it. Yeah. 
from NBC like archives. I want to know if there was a crew person who was studying um getting his like scuba license. It was like, oh, I gotta try this. I'm gonna I'll do it. Or maybe Dennis is an underwater photographer and we don't even know. And no. they put Dennis under there like in a shark cage. No. I guarantee you they put camera in a waterproof something and they lowered it in the water and shot up. They did it all from a boat. And they waited for a gator to just pass by. Yeah. But the, it shoots like up almost translucently through the gator. It does. Because of the lighting. It's a great shot. It's a very good shot, which makes they, me think they maybe took it from something else on NBC or NBC archives. But I could be, I don't know. I'm going to think that Dennis did it. I think they, he put on the scuba suit and was like, I'm doing this. It definitely wasn't Dennis. I don't think Dennis was on the boat. We, we don't know get... what his hobbies are. No, we don't. He could he could be into extreme sports. Extreme. That was great. I didn't do it as good as you did it. It's okay. You're, I don't I don't want to wear it out. You're supposed to say, no, you did a good job. You did a good not, job. I, I already not, complimented your rapping. It's okay. I don't know how much more I have to compliment. Your rapping was really good. Extreme is all I have. You can you let me have it or do you have to try to top me? You what have you the Don, you have the Donald Duck sounds. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't do that at all. It's so weird. Okay. What did you have anything that I missed in B roll that sure you want to did. talk about? I really liked also besides the crocodile underbelly, Oliver just gave me a look. I think it's because of Donald Duck. He's sneezing. Does it make you sneeze? Yeah, Oliver. You married that person that is making those noises. Oliver, how much do you like my Donald Duck on a one to ten? Oh man, that's low. How many fingers did he give you? Six. Six. It's more. It's higher than I thought, actually. That's it. Is it because it's not that good? Yeah, he gave me a. He gave me a wobbly hand. Like, eh. uh, uh, okay, you're all right. He's heard don't, better. Better. Don't quit your day job, toots. That's the <laughs> that's the face that he gave me, which is great. Um. So the B roll that I thought was fascinating was the dating B roll because they said that she started. She said that she started to date. Denise was starting to date and immediately they show wine, like two mm-hmm. glasses of mm-hmm. wine and like soft candles it and like candlelight. It yeah. pans across and you see wine. one wine glass and two you see the wine two wine glasses and, and there's and there's candles and I thought it was going to keep panning and we'd see more wine glasses and I I'd be we like, oh, there's the no, I thought we were going to see a bathtub. Like, with rose petals Does dating inside. need a bathtub? Yeah. yeah. I, yes. I was wondering how far they'd go with it, but that's yes. how far. But I thought that was very, I've never seen that before. And I was like, no. oh, that's the dating B-roll. Romance. Yeah. Romance. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. Uh, quote of the week. Mm-hmm. There were several, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, there were. Okay. We have, the marriage seemed to corroborate long-running suspicions that she'd worked like a sick tooth. Good God, I missed that one. Yeah. What's a sick tooth? I think he's, I think it's an expression when you have like a toothache or a cavity and you keep like with your tongue kind of yeah. trying to get in there. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I think that's the expression that he's saying, but it's gross and it needs to stop. Sick tooth. She'd worked like a sick tooth. Like, don't. I kind of like that. Uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Um, Denise's already bad day was about to get infinitely worse. Denise's no good, terrible. Oh, that's why I see. Day. Yeah. Um, and then he said, filed forthwith. 
Mm. I was like, forthwith. Princeton man. I'm here for it. A story of duck hunting, sex, and murder. Yeah, I like that. And my final quote, lust and greed set a banquet of sorrow for all. So that is the episode, ladies and gentlemen, that they closed the show with. It was also my favorite. Yeah. That was it's really good. amazing. Yeah. Setting a banquet of sorrow, of sorrow for, for all. all. Lust and greed. And I liked it yeah. that he picked two deadly sins. I thought that was fat, mm. like very, very clever and well played. Because and do you of... think the banquet is referring to the Last Supper? Yeah, maybe. Like, honestly, it was really clever because it wasn't pointing at it, but it was these are two of the deadly sins from two people who seem to be or at least she seemed to be very preoccupied with her Christianity. So Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. I didn't have much of anything else. But You didn't have fashion police? I have some well, fashion I police have, for There you. was so much facial hair. So many mustaches. There were, well, because we met so many detectives. So oh. we're, it's going to be rife with facial hair. Do you think then, that if you can't grow a full mustache and you're in the police force, that they mock you in the locker room? No, because I think then what you do is you just, you do real severe hair. You do hair. So that's your thing. Like hair on your You're the hair guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you've either got a great head of hair or you're bald. Yeah. And you're that guy. No, no facial hair. No head hair. But usually with the bald comes a thick mustache. No, I think usually with the bald comes, you're just a bald. You're a cute ball. That's your thing. You're Mr. Clean. Yeah. You're Mr. Potato. Without the without the press in mustache, <laughs> potato head. Okay, so wait, I had one interesting note about fashion. I had two yeah. interesting notes about fashion. She was Denise was very fashionable. Very in her police interview, they show yes. her, and in her perp walk to remember, she is. Uh-huh. She was surprisingly fashionable. She I'm was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I will admit, I liked that outfit when she was arrested. And then when she has her like day in court facing him for kidnapping charges. She has this sort of tousled, messy, low ponytail that looks really good that I've Super tried to do. Good. Yeah, because I, I, I can't I do it. I loved that hair. And yeah, that's looks, when her roots are still normal. And it's frustrating. And it, yeah, yeah. It looks she she knows what she's doing in the It's the, like a poof. It's like the uh poof with the po it's like a one part poof, one part right. pony. Yeah, it's, it's great. Really cute. It looks really good and it's kind of tousled. And honestly she looks like in in she looks like an older homecoming queen. She sort looks of the like, whole time. She looks like queen, queen. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I mean, let's get real. Do now, bit. would Wait. you qualify Miss Cheryl as your MVP? Wait a minute. I had one more fashion police. Can I do it real quick? Yes. My other fashion police was we did have a battle of the ties. And it is Dennis meeting with the prosecution team. It's two male lawyers. And seeing you were talking about ties earlier, it made me really think of it. because they're, they're phallic. All, well, they're all in loud ties. Mm-hmm. And so it's like Dennis on one side, and it's a loud tie. It's very brightly patterned. And you have the other two, and they're both in. But the problem is, I think they're all in navy blue suits. So it's literally, it looks like everything cancels out but the ties. <laughs> and it's, it's very shocking, and it makes me wonder about their personality. So I was sort of analyzing the ties. So I was like, what's, what's happening? You'll have to get a screenshot of it. It's really interesting. All of them. I'm going to look. Yeah, and it's rare that that happens. I it's called a it tie-off. Dennis versus the prosecution is what I called it. So we'll Love see. Okay. So yes, I would qualify Ms. Cheryl as my MVP, hands but down. But do you also feel slightly like maybe we, it it was just so sad that it made us losers or something because we were just so sad by watching her being such an MVP. 
the more magnetic and hardcore she was, like the sadder it made me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know every time she was on screen, it was sad. It it's was, a sad fest with Miss Cheryl. And so I'm, I'm proud of her sad, for doing MVP. all that she did, but it's sad VP. Sad VP. Yeah, sad VP. For sure. Uh, do, you, do you have any titles? I don't know. Kind of. I have three. Go. Because well, I don't know. Lim, hold on. I think I only maybe have one. And I will just Mine are not that quick. good. It was a sad episode. It's hard. Oh, can I steal mine from the Patreon episode? Can I steal it back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Do it. That's it. I had all the trappings of foul play. I'm, we're going to change that. Murder is, most foul. This is a murder most foul. There we go. Yeah. Spelled F-O-W-L. There you murder go. Murder most foul. There we okay, go. Okay, that's fine. And uh, then I had... Yes? Uh, sorry. I had one uh, more. One more that I wrote somewhere special. Oh, yeah. I had a seminal moment, of course, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it had to be. Oh, and then I have my, my dirty one. Say it. What is it? Secrets of Lake Seaman Hole. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought there was a threesome, so I wrote that title before, and there was no threesome. So it doesn't really count now. Please don't think I'm a dirty bird. She's a dirty freaking bird. I wrote it, just, I wrote it before I knew and before Miss Cheryl came on the scene. Just everyone know that. Oh, that, yeah. That we never would want to disparage Miss Cheryl. We would never want to disparage no. Miss Cheryl. Okay, go ahead. What's your titles? What a crock. There we go. Well, it has to be. Obviously. Yes. Duck, duck, ruse. Like ruse. Nice. I like that. That's very good. I know good. it's pronounced ruse, but I'm pronouncing it ruse so that it fits in with oh, my title. You can say duck, duck, ruse. Okay. That still makes total sense. Yeah, that's okay. great. Um, Crocodile Glock. Croc with a Glock? Crocodile Rock. The song. Crocodile Rock. But who's, yeah, who's rocking? It's Crocodile Glock. Crocodile. Crocodile Glock. Yeah. Because he used a gun. Yeah. Crocodile Glockin. I like it. Okay. It's good. Woohoo. Um, uh, oh, are we doing tweets? Yeah. So, your lamb, just hearing duck hunting, sex, and murder in a single list is going to give me nightmares. Dennis was right. You can't unring that bell. Uh-huh. Uh, Felicia says he believes her every day and twice on Sunday. Well, I have some front row Prince tickets to sell you. <laughs> Tracy Bradshaw said Christian in the streets, a sinner in the sheets with air, buddy. There we go. Uh, Dateline Divas, too many of y'all making fun of Mike's mama's pigtails. And let me tell you, I will fight you because that sweet old woman has earned that hair. Yes, she has. God bless Uh, you. Dana San, as far as cold-blooded predators go, a lake full of alligators have nothing on Brian. Travis Keys, I can't go straight to bed after watching Dateline. I have to get online and decrease my life insurance policy. It's down to $12. There went anyone's motive. There you go. Uh, Stephanie, this episode just up my hairdresser's tip exponentially. I think because of the roots, not because of the pigtails. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought that was... was Bailey Kelly, yes or no on using air quotes on the stand because I'm here for it. You're here for it? She was here for it. Air quotes is, air quotes is like really close to double guns to me. I, I don't, I, I I tend to agree. 
Mm-mm. Julie Vaughn, was there a sale on alligator B-roll? <laughs> yeah, see, maybe. <laughs> uh, there maybe. was. Um, oh, Melissa from Moms and Murder actually knows a fam. She has a family friend who was friends with them. And the son would go and sleep over at the house once Denise and Brian were married. And after this all came out, he was like, you guys let me sleep over at a murderer's house. Like many, he had sleepovers at their house all the time. With a girl? No, because they had the girl and then Brian had like a son. They don't talk about that. It was actually a question I had. Brian had a son. I think Brian had one or two kids of his own. Yeah. Interesting. With Kathy. Yeah, with Kathy. Boy, her life was ruined. Poor Kathy. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the last one from Pam. It's going to take a special investigator. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I missed it. See, I used to solve the secrets of Lake Seminole. Was the wife a victim, too? Was she involved or was she at the very least an instigator? How do you feel? I have to take a nap. (laughs) I'm really, and I suddenly really tired. I'm upset. Why did you do this to Katie? Here's the okay. I waste. I didn't waste. I used a lot of my good titles in our Patreon episode, and I feel like I was creatively stunted during this episode because I was misled by the preview to believe we were getting a fun romp in the swamp. Yeah, and we were going to have we were going to have threesomes and gators and right. duck hunting and things were going to get wild and woolly. It was going to be like a murder and duck dynasty. That's what yeah. I thought was happening. And instead yeah. we get Miss Cheryl yeah. and the saddest pigtails in the history of the world. And so one, yeah. I can't, I couldn't be expected to think. She's not a puns. trained monkey people. She can't just turn it on I when couldn't. she's feeling I sad. Can't, I can't turn it on. And Miss Cheryl made me very, very sad. I understand. Can I light? Did. Yes. Yeah. No, you want to lighten my load? You want to lighten my load? I do with it with a couple things. Yes. Um, Mislo zero four two four wants to know if Katie knows about Canada's a drag, which is a drag show, Canadian drag no, show. No, I don't know about it, but I'm well, gonna get. But I'm gonna get to know about there, it. There, there you go. Canada's a drag. I'm writing it down. Yes. Ian said, I may or may have not almost crashed my car when Kimberly dropped the unexpected F-bomb on this week's episode of Law and Order podcast. Uh, and some and Lindy said she had listened to it a week early because she has like premium Stitcher or Spotify or whatever. And she's mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to ruin the shock for anyone because apparently I just dropped a lot of F-bombs when I was on. These are their stories. Because you don't do it in because this podcast. Because I don't do it here. So apparently it just came. I said the S-H word. I said the F word. Just like, like a I just, sailor. You I was. Are. Yes. Um, Brittany, you know, the one with the sun with the dancers. She sent pictures of her son in the Pinocchio costume. Mm-hmm. They did a train conductor theme dance. They have done 80s workout themed dances. And he has worn the black suit with the pink suspenders and tie. Fantastic. Just like you said, you knew it. I'm you so totally excited. nailed it. Thank you, everybody. Follow us on Twitter and especially Twitter because Kimberly's hilarious and Instagram because Kimberly's hilarious and Facebook because Kimberly's hilarious. And please leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars. Five stars if, and write a comment, right? Because if you write something, nice. we could become new and noteworthy. That would and we be We want to cool. be new and noteworthy. We and do. check out our Patreon page for extra content. And that is all. We love you. Jesus loves you. And nope. he doesn't nope. want you to 
murder people. <laughs> Don't watch alone. Don't watch alone. Watch with I your ducks in a row. What ducks Don't in a row? Don't watch alone. Keep your ducks in a row. Yeah, it's could that have been a title? Rhymes. I feel like there are so many duck and gator puns that, we that missed. I missed on this. Yeah. I'm going to have to do a list, and you're going to have to post it on Instagram. So watch for that because that's yeah. coming. Because I I feel I feel weird. Okay, bye. She feels weird. I feel bye. heavy in my heart. <laughs> but that could be the thanks, Miss Cheryl. <laughs> bye. bye, everybody. Bye.